Hey, welcome to another edition of Get It Right with Mike and Trey. I am, in case you don't know it, Mike. And I'm Trey. Yeah, you know who he is. I mean, you can't see him right <laughs> now, but you know who he is. You know who I am. <laughs> Never ask me about my business, but you know who I am. <laughs> if you do ask him about his business, well, might have to take a, a walk, you know. Yeah, yeah. Might have to go down to the train station. So anyway, uh... We got a lot to cover here today. We're going to start with vaccination mandates. So we've got the, the so the president issues apparently this executive order, and says uh, we're going to have mandated vaccines for you know all the military. Uh, if you're a federal contractor, if you work for a federal contractor, you got to have them. Um, you know, hospitals, clinics. Which, everybody. by the way, there's a lot of people that work that you wouldn't even think work for federal con that that their their company right, right. is a federal contractor of some sort. You don't necessarily right. have to be on a on a military installation to work for a federal contractor. That's you right. could be building something for the federal government. That's right. And so we are here's what I think we're about to face. Tens of thousands of people out of work. Right. Oh yeah, and then, then the other side of it is they're they're using OSHA as the as a cudgel to mm. go after uh Businesses over a hundred a hundred people that have they don't that have nothing to do with government. That's right. Private businesses. Now I did see kind of an interesting sidebar here. I did see a statement from uh, the uh, CEO or CFO of In and Out Burger. Oh yeah, he said go to hell. Yeah. So, yeah well, not, that, that's on the va- not the vaccine. I think that's the man on the vaccine. It, was it the vaccine or the mask mandate? It's that va- is vaccine vaccine mandate in. San Francisco specifically, right? Because the city of San Francisco did what I think New York has done, right? That like you can't go in someplace unless you show your vaccine mandate. And he said, "Piss on you, we're not going to be the vaccine cops." Right? Exactly. It what they're doing is, I believe, it is unconstitutional. Uh, it's certainly immoral and unethical. Unethical for sure. Yeah. And I think, and I think it's probably uh, totally unenforceable. If, here's the thing, Trey. Just because the president sent down this executive order, okay. So let's say every company in America, federal contractors, private corporations, everybody, looked at the president and said, "Piss on you! We're not doing this. We're not playing this game." What are they going to do? You can't arrest us all. You can't arrest that, everybody. That, that, that's hell. Can you really afford to shut down entire segments of the government operation? Yeah. Well, what are you going to do over this? And, and by the way, let me back up before we get too far in the weeds because. You might have somebody listening that's that's going, hey, and they, they feel very strongly about vaccines one way or another. Take your feelings about vaccines out of this this con this this discussion. You have a right to your vaccine. Right. You could be a super everybody should get vaccinated no matter what. You could be I wouldn't take a vaccine no matter what, or somewhere in in the right. spectrum there where you're gonna get vaccinated or you won't get vaccinated, but you believe some people whatever your beliefs are about the vaccine itself, mm-hmm. let's take that part out of this discussion because then we get too far into the weeds. Um, what this is, <clears throat> is does a government have the right to mandate it? Right. And oh by the way, the second part of this is what about consistency? Are they mandated to all the people that are crossing the border illegally? Nope. No. Congress is exempt. Congress is oh, exempted really? from this. Yeah. But they're oh, well they, but they don't work around government people. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Congress they, is they, they're not they don't work around government, right? We yeah, had crazy. So in September um in the the fiscal year that ended uh September 30 1.7 million apprehensions at the border. 
the biggest number since Reagan signed the amnesty bill in 1986. And those are just people they caught, folks. That was 35 years ago. Yeah. More the most apprehensions in a single year, in a single fiscal year, since 86. This is crazy. But this is what we're up against. We've got a, we've got a federal government here that's, that's, that's so concerned about, you know, are people coming into your restaurant or your business vaccinated? Uh, are these federal contractors vaccinated? But they don't give a damn about who's coming across our border, and they're not—and the they're not doing a damn thing to to seal that border and and and, uh, and close it down and stop people from coming into the, into the country illegally. Yeah, that's a, that's a problem. That that's a different discussion. That's another level of this. Oh, yeah. We're not sealing the border. <clears throat> right. People, we're letting people come in here. But we go back to the consistency. I go back to first off, the mandates. Yeah. Are I believe, like you said, unconstitutional. Unenforceable. I, I believe they're unenforceable. We'll we'll find out about that in court, but they're unconstitutional, damn sure unethical. Yeah. But but if if you're gonna believe in them, if you're in one of the people that says, "Oh, I'm all about it," because whatever reason you have, but you still are okay with us letting illegal aliens in, the, yes. in without being man, vaccinated. It's insane. Then you're a hypocritical ass. Yes. This is this is insane. That we are allowing this to happen. If someone had told me two or three years ago that this would be happening, I wouldn't have believed it. Yeah. Um, what probably shocks me more than anything is the number of people that seem to be more than willing to just lay down and let this happen. Oh my God! Just I'm, they're just rolling over. Beg for it. the government, please give me more rules, please yes. lord over me. And and I'm telling you, people. Everybody is going to learn in the end that what I'm about to say is absolutely correct. The less government you have in your life, the better your life is going to be. There is something to be said, something to be said. There's something to be said for a small, efficient government. There is something to be said for a government that does not lord over you like this this cradle to grave care bullshit that we're going through right this is nuts this has got to stop listen to me people you better get your head out of your ass and you better listen to what i'm saying we cannot continue this way we're not going to have a country left if we don't if we don't stop this and by this i mean this constant as Trey just said, begging the government, please lord over me a little bit more. Give me more rules to live by. Give me more guidance. Take care of me. Just and, t- and, and tell my neighbor what to do too. By the oh, way, God. my neighbor's not wearing a mask or whatever when they're outside jogging. Right. It, it goes back to Mike. It goes back to and what you need to understand, folks, is the consistent. You have to be consistent. You have to be intellectually honest, honest and consistent. If you want small government, then you have to live by that. Which means there may be times that it's inconvenience mm-hmm. for you. That's right. I mean. That's how that's how government that's how it works. When you have the, the less government you have, the less intervention you that's have. Right, that's right. There's things that you have to do by yourself. That's right. Or take care of for yourself. And in the way, you'll be better off. You'll be better off as a person, and you'll be better off in the long run. You know, here in Texas, Governor Greg Abbott uh, issued an executive order banning any entity, and then and those words are appearing there: any entity from enforcing a vaccine mandate in Texas. The federal government is saying that doesn't apply to us. The supremacy clause of the U.S. Constitution says that our rule overrides your rule. Well, 
I don't know if that's really true or not. I don't know if that's really going to stand up in court or not. It might, it might not. Here's what I'll tell you, though. The, if There are roughly 335 million or so people in this country. I don't know how many adults over the age of 18, 180, 90 million. To, I have no idea what the number is. Let's say it's 190 million. If 10% of that number, if 19 million Americans would stand up with a unified voice and push back and say, not no, but hell no, we're not doing this, it would get attention. If 100 million Americans would stand up with a unified voice and push back and say, hell no, we're not doing this, you're not doing this to us, it would scare them to death. Once again, what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? Jail everybody? Yeah. Well, look. Come on. (laughs) Exactly. It, It goes back to the whole thing is you have to... You have to push back. You have to stand up for yourself. And by the way, the the framers of our Constitution wanted a small government because that's why they enumerated what the federal government is responsible for. Right. It's, it's called the Constitution. It's called the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, right? Okay. And everything that's not enumerated right. ain't the government's business. Right. That's your local. That's for you to handle yourself or your local people because the, the thing is, <clears throat> when you get into local governance... That's really the closest thing you can have to your day-to-day life. Yep. Your school boards, your city councils, your county uh, government, because you have a lot of influence right there. That's right. But your vote your vote out of $335 million is a is a drop in the bucket. Your vote out of 136,000 people or 100,000 people, or if you live in a small town, 5,000 people or 10,000 or whatever – your vote can really count and really make a difference. And, oh, by the way, those people that you're electing for those positions, they live in your community. Right. They work in your community. They're going to see you at the football game on Friday night. They're going to see you at the movie theater. They're going to see you at the restaurant. They're going to see you at the grocery store. And they are much more beholden to you than some pie in the sky in Washington. That, by the way, you can't even, if you try to go see them, it's an insurrection. So what are you going to do? <laughs> The 10th Amendment to the Constitution, the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states, respectively, or to the people. That is the limit on federal powers right there. Period. Period. That's the end of the discussion right there. Nowhere in the Constitution does it say that the federal government has a right to mandate a damn thing to you in the way of a vaccine or a mask or a shutdown or anything else. They do not have the right to do these things to you. And all you private corporations out there and you federal contractors out there that are bowing to this, you're, you're going to be sorry you did this. Somewhere down the line, it may take a year, it may take 50 years, but somewhere down the line, your companies are going to regret having bent to this this pressure you're going to regret it and i'm afraid what's going to happen this is the thing that really scares me and and it's all all of us who are in business for ourselves and all of you listening who are not in business for yourselves or maybe you are maybe you're not you ought to be you ought to be really worried about this what the hell is our economy going i mean look at how things are right look at the supply chain issues we got look at the labor force issues we've got right now what do you think it's going to be like when we've got 100,000 or 200,000 or 300,000 more people out of work. 
Because if people aren't working, guess what? They're not contributing to the economy. That's right. When when your number one worry becomes, am I going to be able to pay the mortgage this month or pay the rent this month? Guess what? You're not buying a new car. You're not buying new clothes. You're not going out to eat. And by the way, you're not paying taxes because you don't have any income to pay taxes on. You're not paying taxes. You're not doing anything that is not absolutely essential. And when your savings runs out, when you've wiped out the 401k or the 403b or whatever plan you've got, when you've wiped out your savings accounts, when you've maxed out the credit cards, then where the hell are you? Yeah. Because that's what people are going to do. People are going to do, they're going to do whatever they can to save their home, to put food on the table, to make sure that they're not homeless and hungry. But beyond that, they're not going to do a damn thing because they can't. That's right. What are you going to, what, has anyone even thought about the damage that this causes to the American economy? You're so damn worried about a virus that has a 98, 99% survival rate, whatever the number really is, but it's high. This is not a highly fatal virus. You're so worried about that, you're not even thinking about the other consequences of the actions that you're taking to try to, quote, unquote, combat the virus, yeah. combat the pandemic. You're not even thinking about the other consequences. I don't, I don't think they are, Trey. I don't think. No, I agree with they're you. They're just not. Well, and then you, then you have the, the control thing. That goes back to the, not only the, the virus, the, the vaccine mandate, but also the mask mandate. You know, they've been pushing these mask mandates on everybody for for years and years. And by the way, the I think the most conservative in the in the side of for masking, uh, scientific research they've done is twenty percent. It's twenty percent effective yeah. if you wear it right. If you wear it right, it's twenty percent. Twenty percent. So you're going to shut everything down. You're going to cause psychological damage to children oh. who can't see faces. And and can't learn and all that sort of stuff because of a twenty of a possibility of a twenty percent chance of a mask working. Yeah. You thought the educational system had problems before? Oh yeah. Oh. And by the way, all these people that are pushing for these mask mandates, they're full of shit because they don't believe in them. No. Because we've now most recently seen the Bidens yes. walking into a restaurant, no mask on. Right. And of course, Jen Psaki goes, "Well, let's don't be focused on a moment in time." Hey, Joe Biden is. How many times has he walked up to that podium taking his mask off and be sure he grabs that mask before he puts on? That's bullshit. It's because he didn't think he was being recorded. Right. That's the reason why. Or Lori Lightfoot posing for a... She posed for a picture. Mm -hmm. Or Gavin Newsom at the French Laundry. Mm -hmm. You know, and by the way, I don't care if you don't want to wear a mask because I don't like wearing masks and I, I don't wear a mask unless I'm forced to wear a mask. Like, if I can't... If I have to go to a doctor's office someplace I have to go to yeah. and... They won't let me in without a mask. That's the only mm -hmm. time I put one on. I don't mm -hmm. wear one. We don't wear them in my business. We don't force anybody to wear in business. We don't ask or require our customers to wear them. Mm -hmm. But all of those people, they're the ones who push it. And when you're shoving it up people's asses yeah. constantly, and then you go without, that's bullshit, and you're a hypocrite. Yeah, you're well, a narcissistic I, piece of crap. Is what I've, you I've been I've been saying this for years now. The hypocrisy of the left knows no limits. I'm not saying there aren't hypocrites on the right either. Oh, yeah. There are. Absolutely there are. Of course there are. But the left in this country, the political left in this country, has no problem with being hypocritical 
and knowing that you know they're hypocritical and continuing to be hypocritical even when they know you see them being hypocritical. They don't care. They know you know, and they don't care at all, period. It, their, their hypocrisy knows no limits. So what are we going to do about it is my question. What, what are we as a society going to do about this? You've got to push back. You've got to push back. But, but Even the, if it's just individual. Right. Even if it's just your individual, you push back. You go to your city council meetings. You go to, your, you, you go to the meetings at your, at your local um, county, county meetings. Mm-hmm. You have to do that, folks. It's important. I went to the city council meeting when, they, when the city of Wichita Falls, which is our city, decided they were going to do a mask mandate. Right. I went and sat four hours <clears throat> yep. to speak. And they, or they were not, there's not the mask. This was a shutdown mandate. This was the first yeah. shutdown mandate. I went, so, spoke for four hours, waited four hours to speak and address city council yeah. of you, you, we're an essential business. Mm-hmm. Well, first off, everybody's an essential business. But my whole argument was if it early, this was early on in the pandemic, people didn't know, you know, that hand washing mattered, it didn't mm-hmm. matter, and all that sort of stuff. We all as business people have to have rules that we have to live by. You have to have ADA compliant bathrooms and yada, yada. So come up with a set of rules to say, if you can operate within these guidelines, you can operate rather than pick winners and losers. Well, you're this, so you can be open or you're this, you can't be open. But you've got to go push back. Then when our our county wanted to have a mask mandate, I went down and pushed back because I was like, Hey, so our county has a mask mandate, mm-hmm. but all the counties around us don't have a mask mandate. Mm-hmm. By the way, that mask mandate only lasted for about six or seven hours because the governor came out that day <laughs> and said no mask mandates. Yeah. Then came back later and tried to do a mask mandate, and basically everybody in Texas gave flipped in the middle finger. Exactly. Everybody except for in Austin. Yeah. I mean, you, oh, know, you, it, you, you have your places in Texas that you, people are bought into it hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, the major metropolitan areas: Austin, San Antonio, Dallas, um, parts of Houston. I, I'm, I'm sure everybody in Deep Ellum has got a mask on right now. Everybody, you know, and we got like four listeners there. Yeah, maybe, uh, probably two. That, that's a hipster part of Dallas. <laughs> that is the that is that is the Sixth Street Austin part of Dallas, Texas. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. But. It's just the the whole idea of the government being able to dictate to you and I whether we can have our doors open or not, whether we got a mask up or not, whether we have to take a vaccine. Look, again, like Trevor said, you want to take the vaccine, take the vaccine. If you're all about the vaccine, that's fine. We're not anti-vaxxers. No. We're not. It has nothing to do with it. it, it that's a personal choice, and I want you to make that personal choice personal. A, bi- a big part of my objection my personal objection to the vaccine, aside from I haven't seen enough research on it yet, I haven't seen enough data on it yet, I want more information. And I'm, and I'm, I'm just getting the same information kind of regurgitated. We, we don't seem to be getting anything new out of it. it. It's just they just keep feeding us the same little tidbits that they've been feeding us for six months now. The, the thing of it is, is this, this conversation has been so dishonest about the origins of COVID-19. We now know it's, it's, it's not leaking out anymore. It's pouring out like a fire hose now. And we all know it came from a pangolin. We know. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know what the fuck a pangolin was until I (laughs) tell the COVID-19 thing. This virus was being the, 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 the coronavirus that 
causes COVID-19. The coronavirus was being researched in the laboratory in Wuhan. And we now know they were doing gain-of-function research in that laboratory. And that's Wuhan. Uh, that's not Wuhan, uh, New Mexico, or Wuhan, California, right? Not, like Zuan, what? Not, not Wuhan, Oklahoma, either. No, no Wuhan, China. China. That's right. They were doing gain-of-function research there in that laboratory. Which, by the way... Would you please explain for people that they don't understand? I'd never heard of what I'd never heard of gain of function research until this crap. The shortest way to explain it is this: they take a virus and see how bad they can make it. Can they make it more aggressive? Can they make it more infectious? Can they make it? Can they make it worse? Basically, can you make it infect a human being faster and 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 harm someone more rapidly? That is, in a nutshell, gain of function research. That's right. Okay. That's what it is. And it's kind of crazy that, that that happens. Now, I know the reason behind it, they say, is so they can, if, if this virus ever does get to, to this point naturally, they can try, try to have some something to combat it. There's a, uh, I, heard, I heard Dr. Rand Paul talking about this on the Sean Hannity show the other day. There's a researcher, uh, I want to say he's based here in the U.S. He, he's, this, this guy, he's, he's, he's a, uh, one of the most respected virologists. I wish I could remember his name. I should have written it down. I didn't do it. Very respected scientist, researcher, virologist. He's helped create um, genetic uh, techniques, trying to find cures for different things. He says that this gain-of-function research stuff has got to be stopped because if we don't, something is going to escape from a laboratory that doesn't have a 2% fatality rate. It's going to have a 50% or 75% fatality rate. And that's going to be a that that is going to be a societal disaster. That's when you have the movie Contagion. If you've ever seen that movie, exactly, um, it's going to make the Black Plague look like a cakewalk. It's going to be bad. I mean, the the, the Black Plague with the mid thirteen hundreds or whatever. You know, yeah. you, you know, one third of Europe dies from the plague. This is going to be far worse than that. Far worse. And he says it'll all be due to gain-of-function research. That's what will cause it. Scary stuff. It, it is scary stuff. And, mo- and like you said, most people had never heard of gain-of-function research, didn't know what the term meant, had never heard the term until this. And, it, you know, Dr. Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul, was one of the first people to start bringing this out into the open. And uh, little Tony Fauci, the, the, the good doctor in D.C., who tells you that, you know, you can, uh, yeah, you, you, if you've been fully vaccinated, you know, and, uh, and you've had your 15 booster shots and uh, you've had your butt swabbed, yeah, you can get together <laughs> and, with and your you family. Wear, and you wear three masks. You can get together with your family for Christmas if you all stay 17 feet apart <laughs> and uh, nobody shares the punch, no double dipping okay i mean this is the kind of crazy crap this it's nuts anyway um you know fauci is in this thing up to his eyeballs absolutely everybody knows it now um this is i I think dr fauci is not only the most hated man in america probably right now he's damn sure one of the least respected men on the planet uh and one of the least trusted ever in the history of government and he's also by the way the highest paid federal employee in the US government makes more money than the president i think it's somewhere between 415 and 425 thousand dollars a year the president makes 400 he makes more money than the president of the united states yeah let that sink in real quick here um raising the debt ceiling uh you know 
Biden came out and told us that this big package, this you know, big $3.5 trillion stimulus package, was going to cost us zero. Well, hell, it's not going to cost anything. Why the hell do you need to raise the debt ceiling? That's right. That's 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 what I, my, my thoughts were. Hey, if it's free, oh, we get we can get uh, $3.6 trillion for free? You just print more of it, you know? China but, will buy the paper folks, to this, print it on. This raising the debt ceiling thing has got to have an end. It, it is at some point there, the credit card oh. bill comes due, and this that's what this is. This is you bouncing the hell out of the limit of your credit card month after month, and then the credit card company says, hey, you're spending enough money. Mm-hmm. We'll bun- bump you another couple grand, and guess what? You're still bouncing off the top of the credit yeah. limit. But here's what happens. Mm-hmm. Go check your credit score. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the things that – one of yeah, yes – you have to pay your bills for your credit to keep your credit score up high. Yeah. But the other thing you have to do is you not have to not use all of your credit. That's right. And by the way, I haven't ever I've never figured out how I can call the bank and raise my my uh my debt ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> you call hey, my bank. I I need some more money. Uh, can you just raise my debt ceiling? Hey, Mastercard. Listen, um, a little yeah. little, little little tight this month. A little strapped. Uh, could you raise that credit limit to six thousand dollars yeah, for me? Raise my month? debt ceiling. <laughs> I promise you, they can't hang up on you fast enough. No. And they're laughing while they're hanging up yeah. on you. Okay. Yeah, they're already yelling to the. Hey, you got, you hear this guy? He wants to. <laughs> you hear this crap? Come on. This is, actually with Mastercard probably like. Hello, you hear this crap? Do you hear, do you hear what this crazy American is saying? <laughs> yes, I am saying that they're they're probably most of their people are not based in America. If you don't like it, kiss my ass. That is just reality. It's not racism. By the way, when you say something like that and you call a spade a spade, it is what it is. And can someone please explain to me why it is that if I call a customer service number and I get the customer service rep in India? His name is always Scotty or Kevin <laughs> or Jeremy. Or, or my Hunter. Hunter. I have I have personally known a very large number of people who were from India. And not a damn one of them was ever named Jeremy or Hunter. Or Lance. Or Scott. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. They don't name that is not their name. No, they've got they've got like fourteen consonants squared <laughs> scrambled together. Why do they think we're stupid? Still, why do they think we're stupid? What well, you you're afraid we can't pronounce your real name? Challenge me. Yeah. Well, Challenge me. Please. But but I go back to once oh, again, these companies God. have done that and they what they've done is they've created a middle class in India, but they've hurt the middle class in America. Yeah. What's wrong? Let me ask you something, Mike. If 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 you could know that you're going to pay five percent more for everything you buy, mm-hmm. but everything you buy is made in America, or let's say ten percent, everything you buy is made in America, yeah, and everything you every person you talk to, yep, is it now? Yep. I don't. You can be from India and be living in America and be an American citizen. I'm fine with that. But what I'm saying is, you don't live in a foreign country and you you speak fluent English one way or another. You can once again, you can be a we we are a, a country of immigrants. I'm great with immigrants coming here 
and and working here and becoming part of our part of the fabric of our society. Oh God, I'm I am such a mutt. You ought to hear the list of things I'm made out of. Yeah, exactly. Good God, I got family from every country on the freaking planet except maybe Antarctica. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, there might have been a penguin in there, too. Some, you have a penguin could, in the woodpile. Could, <laughs> could have been some strange shenanigans back there in the day. Well, you, you know, know, it gets I mean, awful cold and dark there. It does. So, it, you don't care. You something warm, you know. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> but, but, but that's what I'm saying. If, 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 they, if they, everybody said, okay, I'm willing to pay 10% more than I pay now, yeah. we would have much better service, yeah. much better quality of products, yeah. and oh, by the way, you would make more money because everything would be more. The inflation... It wouldn't be the kind of inflation we have now. Yeah. It would just be an elevation of everything. I I would be fine with paying 20% more. I really would be. I, listen, this, this is the thing, okay? I, I'm not a, I'm, I have, I'm not I'm not dissing Walmart. Is that do the kids still say that dissing? I'm not <laughs> Boy, you didn't sound like an old fart there, did you? You're almost 50, folks. Dissing. <laughs> Is yeah. that what the, is that what those young those whippersnappers say these days? I get my ARP card next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm, not, I'm not talking down about Walmart here, but I avoid going there. I avoid going there because it, it to me it takes too damn long to get in and too long to get out. I, I got to walk from you know you know I got to walk you know 18 miles from my parking space to the front door. I hate it. Well, first off, how many handicap spaces do you need in one parking lot? Oh. Thank you. Another federal government thing. I totally agree. Now, does oh, there need to be handicapped God. spaces? Yes, there does. I'm all about that. And by the way, if you park in a handicapped space and you're not handicapped, you're an asshole. And I don't. <laughs> and I don't care what it says on your license plate. If you got one of those little thingies that you hang on there because you scam somebody or because your elderly mother has one and you you use it because you've you got her it, car, <laughs> you got her car, and you're able bodied and you hang, you park in one of those, you're an asshole. So. But. Federal government, why does the federal government need to mandate that we have to have 26% yeah. of the parking lot has to be handicapped spots? It's nuts. But I, I will go to a different retailer. Yeah. And I will, you know, I'll go to a dollar store or I'll go to uh, United Market Street. Well, that's a, this is, a, for those of you not in the area, Mar- United Market Street's a very regional, it, it's a regional company here in Texas, um, a grocer. I will go there and pay. Fifty cents or a dollar more. For Hell, Seven Eleven. Exactly. I'll pay an extra dollar for a gallon of milk at Seven Eleven. Just so I don't have to walk the eight miles across Walmart. I I loved Walmart so much more when they were smaller, when they were truly the five and dime store. Yeah, I really I, that that was great. But they don't build those anymore, and they're not going to build those anymore. They're not going to go back to that. They got these super centers that they they sell everything except sex change operations now. For God's sake, don't give me any ideas, Mike. Well, yeah, <laughs> they, could, they could be happening somewhere on the West Coast, but anyway, it, it's but it's you know seriously, you and can by the buy way, anything there. By the way, if you're a regular Walmart shopper, can you please wait until you get home to discipline your goddamn kids? <laughs> Do you have to drag them to the store to have it out with your family in Walmart? And can you please actually wear pants? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wear something. Put it this way. Wear something that you would not mind wearing to school or to a church. When did or, yoga pants become Sunday attire? Uh, <laughs> or moo-moos. And I'm just saying, no offense, ladies, but just because you can does not mean that you should. Fact of the matter is, there are some things that don't need to be made in certain sizes. <laughs> Exactly. And I'm a fat guy saying that because I, I buy the bigger size. Yeah. Oh, I, you don't need to see everything, every 
every dip, divot, nook and cranny. I'm not exactly 175 pounds myself, you know, but I dress for my body type. Yes. You know, I dress for your body type. I'm not wearing skinny jeans. Oh, gosh. Yeah, by the way, yeah, in belly shirts, that means if you have a belly, you should not wear that shirt. <laughs> All right, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. I think that's a good place to end it right there because, you know, we've already pissed off like three, two-thirds of the other. No, we haven't. Well, we got like, you know, 63 people listening. Yeah, but they're laughing. I bet they're laughing. They're having, a good, they're having a good time. No, we got more than that list. By anyway. the way, hit us up on Facebook. Yes. And uh, and also just keep an, keep an ear open for, for some, maybe something new coming down the we, pipeline. We have some new announcements coming up. Uh, I have – I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there uh, real quick. Um, I have, uh, Trey and myself, uh, are working on a new project. I, I, I got something new coming your way. We're going to have a, a, an official, official announcement in the coming weeks, Right. but expect more to happen. Let's put it that way. Expect more. Uh, I'm, I'm making a transition. In, oh, in wait a minute. Area. That's a big announcement. Oh, not that kind of transition. Oh, okay. 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 No, 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 no. I'm, no, I got, I'm keeping all the parts God gave me when I got here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having anything added or removed. That's right. <laughs> not at all. Not that I wouldn't like more. Anyway, we'll, we'll have more. Wake up more. Here, see what I did there? I'm about to edit that off there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. We'll be back at you with another. Your wife agrees, though. I'm sure. <laughs> another get it right coming your way very soon. Here, be again. Follow us on Facebook and. Uh, and let us know what you think of the program. Go to our Facebook page Please and chime do. in. Give us a holler. Let us know what you think. Get it right you know? with Mike and Trey. Uh, we're on Anchor, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you keep help, if you keep listening and uh, keep downloading the podcast more, hopefully we'll be on Apple to iTunes. We'll, I mean, we, just, we have to get more listeners to do that. Yeah, we'll we'll get in there eventually. Until next time, guys, take care of yourselves. We'll see you down the road. Mm-hmm.